used to be such good friends. Could tell each other anything. Guess it helped that we weren't really each other's types. Then one day, out of nowhere, you said, But I didn't hear you, so I was like, what? And you said, We're talking over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy your song. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm your host. My name is Marty. Wait, we're a radio network? This is going on internet over the radio? radio. Oh, internet radio. Yeah. I, I, I zoned out. It's, it's, it doesn't really mean radio. Right. In the same way that a koala bear isn't really a bear. You know? It isn't? Uh, it's delicious. <laughs> like most bear. Yeah. What? What? It's not I a ate a little koala bear while I was in Australia. You did not. I did. Really? Yeah, it was they, good. Where did they serve it? Uh, koala hut. Yeah? I don't know. No, I saw one. They don't. They don't look delicious. Oh, they yeah. all look like Larry David. They look like a balding, what? elderly, cranky Jewish but man. They're cute though. They they're not very friendly. It's me and Steve, by the way. If you're tuning in, I'm Marty. That's Steve. Steve, you're in such a good mood. Yeah. Why? I don't. I don't know. Like it's a miserable time out there. It's, Why? It's hot. We're gonna get a finally get a Republican uh, nominated uh, Supreme Court justice. Oh my We're gonna goodness. finally this get this country on track. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's. Uh, Doesn't that feel like everyone went to a, a high school with a Brett Kavanaugh? It doesn't sound like a, you know, and. Antonin Scalia sounds like a Supreme Court justice. Right, Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah, I went to high school yeah, with him. Running for, running for student council. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He got drunk at that party and, f- and fell asleep oh, in, the, in the bathroom. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett, 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 Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, I had a crush on his Yeah, wh- where did he go to school? Skidmore? Some, something like that. Some, somewhere, yeah. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> right into it, Marty. Right into the politics of it all. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I, it was line two on my notes here. What like, was line one? So harangue Steve for being in a good mood. Yeah, I'm no. in a good mood. I'm no. working. I'm working for Netflix. Good. As are you through what your marriage? <laughs> <laughs> We're all working for the Netflix. Things that I do at home are I, in the in the service of Netflix. I can see their building, and it really is. It's a beautiful building. If you yeah. if you the, the Los Angeles one. I don't know the the California. Uh, the California. They, Los Gatos. <laughs> I called San Francisco, California. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. We're in some disputed. Other part of the world yeah. in Los Angeles. It's a beautiful building, but I can see it from my office. Yeah, they, I'm they, looking up into they Hollywood. They built over at um, what was the studios there? I, I forget. Like Gower Studios. Uh, or no, I think it was like KTLA or something. Yeah, like that. some some. But they built this very. It's like one of the taller buildings in Hollywood. There's yes. not a l- bunch of tall buildings in there. So and it looks like there's a building floating on top of it. It looks like two buildings. Yeah, and when you're at the top of it you feel incredibly high up. really yeah. you've, you've been to the top oh i have for a little wine and cocktail with the employees <laughs> no i just oh. snuck in you snuck in and i was like stealing like twizzlers from the snack bins you know <laughs> hey are the orange the new black girls anywhere around here <laughs> as i'm just like <laughs> that didn't come out right orange is the new black girls yeah it felt like i said black girls but i meant orange is the new black 
and then so the fruit orange girls is the new black girls no but the name of the show girl because it's all girls but that sounded like are there a bunch of black girls here i apologize to our <laughs> listeners already I, already already four minutes in <laughs> That's how good it's a movie is. be a long is. show, buddy. If you want to tweet in your uh, haranguing of Steve, that's a Nooner podcast on the Twitter. So I can see my corporate overlords mm-hmm. from my office, and I it feels very Lord of the Ringsy. I feel like so, the Eye of Sauron. Yeah, one does not simply walk into <laughs> Netflix. Yeah, just this the, <laughs> the Eye of Reed Hastings at the top. Yes, <laughs> there and they they can see me. They can see when I'm. I, I work a little harder because I look out the window and I think. Maybe they have a telescope and they're watching us. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting. I, I'm in a good mood because I, I, I got to be. I feel I like Netflix is listening. I don't think they even listening. know that you're you're a show yet. Oh, yeah. they have no idea. Yeah. The executive who is our day to day has 30 shows. Who's your executive? I I've never met her because she's too busy to get on the phone with us. Today's our first call with them. You don't remember her name? I Amy something. I don't know. Right. I I don't I don't uh, get mired in the names of people who. <laughs> Give me bad ideas and tell me. And sign your paycheck. And sign my paycheck. <laughs> well, I am signed through a production studio. I see. So I'm subcontracted. I don't work directly for and Netflix. And how's the show developing? Uh, it's either going to be amazing or uh, just crap. So I like those odds. <laughs> he's smiling. He's rosy. His skin is just glowing. I'm just, I'm just happy. It's How are just you dealing with this heat? We oh, some... I love talking about the yeah, weather. Oh, yeah. We had a heat wave over the weekend. I know. It was really unbearable. I did not enjoy it. No. Friday, it was a hundred, over 105 degrees mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, and I was Which at work, is, uh-huh. and the texts started coming in from the home office where the wife works. The AC's not working. Ugh. Uh, unhappy emoticon. What, what the fuck am I supposed to do about it? I, I'm not a, I didn't get my degree in HVAC. I, like... Call the air conditioning person. If you did, you'd have a, a steady job. Yes, I'd be I'd be a happier man. Yeah. So by the time I got home and we and we met outside of of home for some some drinks, and just to cool down, the house was inside the house was ninety five degrees, no air conditioning. Yeah. And so to sleep, we took. Well, we were going to get a hotel, uh-huh. which is what the smart people did. But you know that hotels tonight app. Do you do you know of this no. application? It's like a last-minute book a hotel because they have room and they didn't book the place, so you can get deals at really good hotels. Unless there's a heat wave in a city of seven million people, and it was like a stock ticker. Up, oh, that's that uh, hotel eight in Highland Park is now two hundred and seventy bucks for one right, night, and right. then three hundred. And then I just said, I'd rather just be hot than spend three hundred dollars to go to a crap hotel. And we also have a dog. And so, what did you? So, do? how did I sleep? Yeah, great question. <laughs> Go on, I'm listening. Did you have a, a water bottle and just like spray the sheets? Frozen, uh, th- those things you put in the, the coolers to keep oh, your yeah, uh, yeah. picnics cold. What a little little uh, ice packs uh-huh. all over our body, and uh, a full milligram of Xanax. <laughs> that is so sad. Yeah, so I was in a fog on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just what happened? I, I don't remember waking up. I don't remember the first hour of my day. And the air conditioning man came finally because he was quite busy. I'm sure. And we had gone to f- we had five bids out, nobody available because it's it's a heat wave and yes. everyone has shitty air conditioning in Los Angeles. Yeah, but then the, like the file the the fan aisle of Target is just like empty. Ransacked. Yeah, yeah. 
we're we're not ants. We don't plan for the uh, the winter here. Yeah. So he finally showed up, and he you know needed whatever. It was out of refrigerant. He could replace it. Oh, thank fucking Christ! We turn the air conditioning on, and the power goes out. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That on Saturday, I was trying to find a place to eat, mm-hmm. and uh, like on one side of the street, all the restaurants that I wanted to go to were closed. Yes. But um. So I, that was fun. Yeah, did, I really enjoyed. That's what you, well, you should you should have gone to the movies and just like fallen asleep at the midnight showing of I had had know. a bunch of drinks before on Saturday because it was so hot and we didn't have air conditioning all day and that's why it went into my office for a while to, right. to work right just or just to be in air conditioning and then I said let's have some drinks it's hot and then let's have a drink drink or two and uh, Lance Mountain had too many drinks so we were in no condition to go to a movie and yeah. then uh, yeah so as I walked around Los Angeles I remember uh, blackouts as a kid. They happen. They seem to happen all the time where I grew up on the East Coast. Uh, me, me too. Yeah. Oh, and then we used to get really excited about it because it was exciting. And yeah. and kids are out and they're yelling, "We don't have any power!" And kids are playing. Everyone's Lighting got flashlights. And, yeah. and I thought that was great. But then a part of my dark side creeped in, and I thought, "Oh yeah, this is how most riots start." And has anyone has has any cops shot an unarmed black guy recently here in Los Angeles? Because the power goes out and people go fucking nuts. But luckily, nothing happened. Yeah, but that's where my brain goes. So that's been weather talk. Weather with talk, uh, Stephen Martin. Yeah. So, what do you think of this Brett Kavanaugh fellow? I know nothing about him. I, I'm not really a, a Scotus wonk. Uh huh. But he seems funny. <laughs> he gave a funny little bit about his daughters. That's always good. You charm him. That's yeah. what, what Neil Gorsuch did. It seems like he's being placed there so when uh, the United States uh, uh, Justice, the FBI versus Trump goes to the Supreme Court, he'll, uh, he'll side with executive power. Yeah, he's, he's been very outspoken on how the president shouldn't have to face indictment while he's in office because it's a d- distraction yeah, to his responsibility as smart president. move on Trump's part get get someone to yeah. to ho- who's got like, your back even though he hasn't come out uh, about Roe v Wade and abortion um, he is incredibly pro business he's sure. anti net neutrality oh i hate net neutrality yeah, hate it's it so stupid. oh wait no i like it it's it's the way it's n- it's just a bad phrase it's a bad piece of copy what would you call it um. Well, are we supposed to be for or against net neutrality? We were for net neutrality. Yeah, like net freedom, like internet freedom. Okay, cool. I everyone loves free, but neutrality. Oh yeah, it's not is, very positive. It's neutral. It's, it's neutral. neutral. Yeah, it doesn't. I, I'm not sure whether I like it or I don't like it. Yeah. So, is it any wonder why Trump selected him? Like of course not. Pro business. Like, yeah, he's. Uh, it's well. just. It's depressing because. Uh, in one sense, what, what, what do you think he was going to? He was going to find a well, a, a, a left leaning liberal judge. And yeah, no. What What did you expect? Yeah, you're right. Um, Wait, what'd you just say? Oh, I know. <sighs> as much as you want the country to follow the way you think things should be uh-huh, done, uh-huh. we are a democracy. People hate abortion. The government should reflect all the people and all the ideas, whether you like them or you don't. Yeah. I disagree. I just. Full disclosure: I'm not. I'm pro-choice, right? One hundred percent. But that's the that's the country we live in. Well, I hate white people, but I still think. How dare you? I, I still, love white people. I still agree that they should have. I'm white basic people. rights. You know, <laughs> so I'm. I have a problem with the, the law, but yeah. uh, I accept it. 
I accept it. I'm not saying they're right, but they have a they have that's why democracy is democracy. They have a a right to be represented uh, in uh, their uh, government. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eh, I'll yeah. allow it. I I mean, it's just depressing because just uh, No, I, I think it's democracy. I think it's a good thing. And I think overturning Roe v. Wade would be a great thing because it would galvanize people and wake them up as, as we experienced here in California with Prop 8. Right. Where yeah. they let the morons of the state decide. Right, eh, right. Gave, even though the Supreme Court of, of, of California mm-hmm. decided to interpret the law, because that's what they do for a living, they said, hey, everyone, what do you think? Gay marriage, yay or nay? And yeah. blindly behind a curtain, you got to say, ah, fuck gays. And so we overturned it. Yeah. And then everyone woke up, and the gays left brunch <laughs> and started marching. And three, four years later, the whole country now has uh, same-sex marriage. Yeah. So it, it is amazing, and it it is sort of like okay, you don't like you know this this standard like version of democracy. Here are the reins. Sure. You know, and then you you put a moron in uh, in power, and suddenly he announces thirty-four billion dollars worth of tariffs on Chinese imports. Like I- the idea, well, he said that he picked tariffs that would have the most the the least effect on the American people. Sure, sure. So he picked agricultural products. Oh no, no, some no, electronics, no. and so American dairy farmers and lobster fishermen seem to be like dominating the news, saying, "What the fuck?" Yes, you know. Uh, curiously, not hard hit. Um, the shoe lines and fashion labels uh, that Ivanka Trump uh, uses. Yeah. Well, would you uh, want to imagine. screw over your daughter? I mean, he's, you know, he's a businessman. He's making a business no, decision. He's a daddy. A, yeah, and a businessman. With a crush on his daughter. Well, that's like, that's alleged. Uh, yeah, so she has a bunch of product lines wha- that are like manufactured in China. Uh-huh. And they're unaffected by these tariffs. Like Shocking. What's the definition of corruption again? Uh, cronyism, not crony- corruption. This is cronyism. Uh, She's sh- using her, her dad's influence to keep her business going. There, there's that, that, that's not, this is not a new thing. It didn't just pop up but two years ago. But it's just so blatant, though. Yeah, they're not real good at hiding I, it, which I love. I think, yeah. it's, I think he's a great thing because his corruption is so overt. He's going to meet with Putin behind closed doors with no... like. What? Why wouldn't you just... It's... Uh, they're yeah. so bad at it. Yes. So everyone is... Their eye isn't looking at something else. He's not going, oh, we need to deal with these rebels in some part of Central America while Reagan does all kinds of horrible things. Like He's just... The daily... He just lists on his Facebook wall everything he's doing every day. Yeah. So it's, and then he says... All he has to do is say... No collusion, no corruption, and then just... He's one of the best presidential candidates ever, meaning he knows how to run for president in this climate. Yeah. And, and he's been ru- he's running for president every day. He, that yeah, Montana totally. speech where he just said a bunch of stuff that's all bullshit. Yeah. And I read Nate Silver or Vice or whoever broke down everything he said, or but it doesn't... Jimmy Kimmel, like... But it doesn't matter. He like, yeah. By the time someone has fact-checked it, he's moved on to something else. He's yeah. he's the uh, the soap opera president. Every day there's a new story. Yeah. And he's so good at catering to the room. Like, if he's surrounded by a bunch he's of yokels in Montana, yeah, exactly. who's going to shit on Maxine Waters? It's, sure. You know, the black congresswoman in California who dared to criticize him. Sure. If he's about around a bunch of corporate lobbyists from Nestle or whatever, like who sells whoever sells like uh, human infant formula, you know, like 
he's going to come out against breast breastfeeding, which but he did this past sure, weekend. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like, it's insane. So, like, uh, what was it a NATO thing or a uh, UN thing? Yeah. Uh, UN, uh, they had a, a statement about how breastfeeding is, like, the most valuable thing you can do yes. as a, a mother. And the U.S. refused to endorse this decree. Sure. In f- because... Because of big baby formula, uh, yeah. Well, like, yeah. Follow the money. I mean, historically, sure, like, yeah. Nestle would like back in the seventies or eighties. They, they were giving out free formula in developing countries. I remember this. Yeah, and so what would happen is, uh, the, the these mothers in third world countries would would give the babies this formula, um, because they thought it you know it came from a big corporation, so that it was good for their kids. Then they would stop lactating. Yes. And then the mothers would mix the formula with unsafe water mm-hmm. or they would dilute it. And so then these kids would, because they couldn't afford to buy it, right. you know, because it, they get them hooked and then have to keep buying it. And then it caused a huge uproar. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but to Donald Trump, that is a great business model. And And here's the thing. If you're listening and you're conservative or a Republican, I completely respect you. If you believe in the tenets of your position, but he's right. not a Republican, right? He's not a Democrat. He's not an ideologue. He's not a libertarian. He's a Trumpian. He's a sentient focus group. Yeah. What, whatever the the eight people in the room who say, "I like cheese on my turkey sandwich," he goes, "We're going to have cheese on turkey sandwiches." He doesn't think about like, no, that that has horrible effects on X and Y. He's just, and, and I don't blame. I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at us because sure. We are the focus group world. We are the, I, I, I want to tell people what I want, and then I, I, I confirmation bias. I just want to hear it echoed back to me. So if, if you think uh, the, the, on the right wing, I completely respect you and would love to have a conversation with you. Right. But don't be all over the map. Don't be right wing in some places and then not right wing in others. And, you know, it's, I want the government out of my life. Great. Well, except for certain things where I want, the, I want us, you know, the government up in my everyone's business that's not mine. Like, no, that's right. that's you're you're contradicting yourself, right? So, and look, I'm I don't believe in democratic socialism. I don't think it works here. I don't think it would work. I don't. I love Bernie Sanders as a person and as a character, but I don't. I I believe he's got old ideas too. I don't think we need to do all the things he's talking about. But I I want to hear interesting ideas i would uh, all right fuck elon musk because he's a weirdo but somebody who comes from that world who might have some right-leaning ideas but but they're new ideas we're not trying to go back to the 80s yeah well i don't think that bernie sanders is proposing we go back to the 80s i think he's proposing something altogether new no he wants european socialism socialism, which won't work here uh just it you know also, all those countries that you love to talk about, they are insanely racist and anti-immigrant. Like, it's crazy. Yes. Well, these are countries that, that are not necessarily racist so much as they are. Oh, I know someone from Sweden who said, oh, yeah, they're, yeah. they're racist there. Like, yeah. Really? But isn't it a utopian socialist? Well, they're, they're homogenous, by and large. You know, it's, yes, it's, we are not. Yeah. We're a country. Right. I mean, a company. We're a company? Well, we're sort of both. Oh, America's a business. And people are cor- corporations are people. Yeah. So if corporations are people and you have to be 35 years old of, of age, according to the Constitution, to be president, mm-hmm. c- 
can a corporation become president? Um, sure. <laughs> or if it's under 18, does it have does it deserve <laughs> representation? Well, it's represented, but yeah, couldn't like AT&T run for president if it's a person? Sure, according to Mitt Romney, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, uh, Darren... Don't, don't shit on Mitt, come on. Why, why you got to give Mitt... Because he was the one who said corporations... Yes, corporations are people. Yeah, but the Supreme Court said I that. Know, he just echoed it. Yeah, but without any... Without Mitt thought. Romney, you would not have Obamacare. That's true. Um, Darren... Thank s- you for acknowledging my point. <laughs> <laughs> and then quickly moving on. What? I mean, I don't know where to go from there. I yesed it, and I did, couldn't end it. I couldn't end it any better than you said it. Where'd your study improv again? Oh, shut up. <laughs> Darren said that except uh, the U.S. is only 18% for banning abortion under all circumstances. Overturning Roe v. Wade would be counter to public, public opinion. Depends on the poll. I mean, there are a bunch of, mm, there are all sorts of crazy polls out there. But, uh, yeah, I think, it, I, I just don't find it based in logic or science, you know? Hmm. Well, that, that. That the concept is that it's a life. You're taking a life. Yeah. And I, there's just no, that's, that is purely an ideological, like, like sort of religious thinking. Yes. And that a, a zygote is a, is a life. Sure. Uh, so anyhow. Um, and it's in the Bible, I believe. N- abortion? Thou, 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 shalt, thou shalt keep thy baby to term. And or use <laughs> coat hangers for <laughs> use just coats. <laughs> thou shalt. Oh, Dude, Martin. What? Coat hangers. I don't know. You throw yourself down a flight of stairs. That's <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. They were, it's, but it's crazy. Like, the rest of the world is slowly coming around. Like, Argentina's coming around to abortion. Ireland. Ireland coming around to abortion. Yeah. It's good. So, I finally saw Avengers Infinity War in an effort to escape the heat. Infinity War. Infinity's War. How many wars? I don't know. And how many of them in, in infinity? Infinity plus one. I win. Um, it's. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that hang there, just for a little bit. You got a little Cabernet Sauvignon on the uh, the old <laughs> <laughs> counter there in a box. In a box. Yeah. My, my, is it too early to start drinking? <laughs> it's never too early. It's always sometime somewhere. All right, go with your nerd talk. Go. Oh no, uh, it was. Um, was it good? It was distracting, but it was just like it's just a bunch of battles going on across the universe. Personally, I'm running out of Marvel steam. I think everybody. I'm is. a little think, tired uh, of it. I think we're reaching peak Marvel. Peak Marvel. I've reached peak Star Wars because I have no interest in Solo. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't can't what, can't bring myself. Did, were you excited to hear that? Um, Billy D. Billy is going to be in the next one. Not really. Because he's not a like. If he was such a great actor, why did, why was that the last movie that we 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 can remember him in? Is Return of the Jedi. Return. Uh, of he's the not Jedi. a good actor. Yeah. No. And like he doesn't make me think like Star Wars. He's not what makes Star Wars good. Yes. So you didn't like Infinity no, it Wars? Was fine. It was it was good. I mean, or whatever. Your, your voice went up a little. Uh, uh, yeah. it was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was alright. All right. Would you recommend it? Uh, only if you're into that thing. Uh. You know, my niece, she's totally into it. She's oh, if I was twelve, she's I'd fourteen. I'd, yeah, I would love that movie. She came home in tears. What? Because she she just was so moved by it. Who died? Oh well, everybody. Like, yeah. Uh, here's a little spoiler. Um, 
so you can turn off for two minutes if you don't want to hear for it. But basically, like Thanos' big thing is like he goes to worlds and kills half the people so okay. that everybody else can live. Okay. You know. So who dies? Half the people. Half the people. Half the Avengers. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of actors' contracts were up, and they <laughs> they were going to renegotiate. They said, "All right, let's let's get a new batch in here." I do want to see Ant Man and, and the Wasp. Yeah. That looked, that yeah, looked, that I, lo- I thought Ant-Man was a lot of fun. Yeah, and who doesn't love that plucky uh, Paul Rudd? He's so fun. And he co-wrote the screenplay. No more. No one loves Paul Rudd more than Paul Rudd. What? <laughs> I've, m- I've met him. He's a, he's a very nice guy. I've met him, too. He's a he's, super nice guy. Yeah, he's a Paul Rudd fan. What? <laughs> I did not find that about him. You and I have very different... Look, he might be on the show, so, you know. Hey, I would say. you you're, are, you, are you into Paul Rudd? He'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Being Paul Rudd's great. Oh. I'm handsome. I don't seem to age. My career just keeps going and going. I've, he's I've avoided all scandals. He's never been me too, like uh, Kevin yeah, Spacey. He's married to the same woman for a couple decades, and yeah. they have two kids. He's a, ha- he's a happy. He's beat the system. Yeah, and he's a he's a very generous host. Very, you know, sure. Uh, I, yeah, I have to be nice about it because Dan Etheridge is very good friends with him. I and I I think I, I met him and he seemed very nice. He just he seems like he's he's happy to be Paul Rudd, which yeah. I if I look I I wake up in the morning and I looked in the mirror and I saw Paul Rudd, be fucking so happy. <laughs> I have to see this mug. <laughs> you <laughs> and this, me both. This fucking stupid brain yeah. that can't seem to figure out how to make millions of dollars. Oh my god. You trying. just have to have that Midwestern charm. I'm just jealous because he's Paul Rudd. Yeah. He's so good looking. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't age. There's yeah. some meme yesterday where they showed a picture of him in a Nintendo ad from nineteen ninety one and then a recent picture and he looks younger. He somehow is he's one of those guys. And he's a funny guy. He's very funny. Mm-hmm. And I like that man. And he's a he's a Solid Jew. Solid Jew. Yeah. He's a Jew? Yeah. Uh, I guess he is. Yeah. That's yeah, another reason I'm jealous. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't read Jewy. That's that's the best kind of Jew. Um Darren I can say reminded that. us that in Batman, Billy D. Williams played Harvey Dent. Well, that's how much of an impact he, he Why are you hating on Billy D's? You know, he was in Mendingo or something. One of those <laughs> one of those one of those movies, movies from the seventies. Uh-huh. Right, with Diana Ross. It's not Mandingo. Not Mandingo. It's, it's something, something with okay. one word that I don't know what it means. Yeah, yeah. Uh, meant to to meant to make me feel bad. <laughs> uh, I have nothing against him. I just uh, like just reading the uh, the announcement that he's going to be in the next movie did not like didn't move me. the needle. Did not move no. the needle. No, like I I liked that they created a whole new thing about it. You know. And there's going to be a s- Boba Fett side movie mm-hmm. character with maybe five lines across two two Star Wars movies, yeah, and no like no face until the end. No face, and he's apparently a clone of the th- or the son. I don't know. Uh, just what? Yeah. So d- what? So none of none of these ex- movies excite you except for Ant Man, like these. Big, I want to see the Incredibles too, but I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to get out. It was too hot. Yeah, uh, that's why you got to go to the theater. It's just like chills. I don't out. like the movies anymore. I don't like people talking. Every everyone is texting. I just I, I'm done with the movies. Mm. Well, <laughs> this has been movie corner <laughs> coming up. Wait, what corner have we've done? Politics? We've done weather? We've done movies? Uh, we're bl- we're just we're, we're just blasting through, through it. it. Yeah, oh, it's good. Good. I stuff. did uh, watch a movie. I scrubbed through most of it last night. 
1991 Jonathan Demme film, The Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen an it in a while. American classic. An American classic. Lots Hadn't seen it in a while. Lots of symbolism. Just look it up. Lots of American flag symbolism. Uh, aside from one or two scenes, pretty flat, pretty you know standard looking, not particularly excitingly lit or camera movement wise, sound design. It's pretty pretty simplistic. Uh-huh. When he murders that cop in the cage that he's in towards the end, and they come see him with an American flag kind of splayed open, right, and his like guts hanging, yeah, yeah, with smoke everywhere. Yeah. That's the most kind of over the top, you know, Michael Bay moment. But uh, I, I was watching it, and the MGM logo comes up at the top. So this was like a <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Uh, it's a major studio movie. This is not. You know, uh, an indie film that snuck into the into the world, and and then I thought this is Jodie Foster, probably at her at her prime. She's great. She had won an Oscar for or nominated for The Accused. Uh, she won. I think she, or won. Yeah. yeah. So she was like a huge actress, and within the first six minutes of the movie, she has to say the word cunt because Miggs, as she walks over to see Lecter, says, "I can smell your cunt." Yeah, and they let that go, but then uh, Anthony Hopkins uh, Lecter says, "What did Mig say to you?" And he, she said, "I can smell your cunt." And I thought, "Wow, wow!" First time I ever heard that in a movie. Okay, Jodie Foster just said the c word, and then as she leaves that first scene, Miggs claims that he has cut his wrists and is going to die, and she looks over at him and he flings cum on her mm-hmm. on her face. <laughs> That's the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is. This is 1991. And, like, none of that is, like, explicit violence or, like, you know. Just, I, I it, just thought just about really the, the times. Yeah. You know, George Bush 1 was president. We'd just come out of the Reagan era. This is a major movie, major studio. And then later, uh, Buffalo Bill is doing a little dance with a kimono uh-huh. with his, uh, and then he could gets out of frame for a second, and he tucks his penis between his legs uh-huh. and f- kind of, goes full frame and you see everything and I thought wow <laughs> this is this was kind of bold for its time yeah and it's not a particularly violent movie uh, there the, it's, it's two very or three selective moments. in in the violence and it's very yes. shocking yeah. and I was still bothered by the scene where Buffalo Bill is conning that woman into his uh, rape van mm-hmm. and he gets her in there and says you're my size 14 <laughs> why ask and of course, he cuts her her dress over the back and finds the tag. She's fourteen. He really knows his uh, his, his his, his uh, Rubenesque women. Yeah, I just don't know why he asks her that. Oh, I think it's just to get under people's skin. It's for us. Yeah, it's for, for the us. audience. because yeah, he he's got her in the van and she's pinned in, and his one of his arms is broken, but he's faking it, and he just starts punching her with it, knocking her out. Yeah, so he can take her home and murder her. But I, I just I don't know why he asked her her dress size. <laughs> you, you do. You just said. But does she have to be a size fourteen? Is that exactly what he needs? Uh, it, it's just for our benefit. I understand. Yeah. It still bumps me. Yeah. <laughs> Not a perfect film. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> what what is though? Ant Man. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how was your July Fourth? Did we talk about July Fourth? What? What? Find the remote yet? Whoops. Find the remote yet. Okay, Jesus Christ. Are you you watching a TV show? Yeah, I'm just trying to catch up on my Netflix. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I did catch up on, I finished um, 
the uh, uh, Killing Eve, and that was really very satisfying. It's at the very, very top of my list now for two months to watch. I can't carve time out to do it. The plotting is a little... Um, ham-fisted. Not, yeah, or, or unbelievable, I guess. Yeah, ham-fisted. Yeah. But, but it's fine. You just go with it. And, and it's a serial it's killer story. Uh, or an assassin Assassin. Assa- yeah. I, I, I don't it's know why I wanted to... entertaining. Just yeah. like great acting, great mm. dynamics, and, and very funny writing. This, uh, this sketch comedian woman wrote, adapted it. From these um, novelettes, novelettes, wonderful, yeah. yeah. So I'm highly I'm recommended. One hundred percent going to watch it. Thank you, JP, for recommending that to me. And uh, Jadelyn is looking forward to seeing Captain Marvel. She's one of my favorite uh, Marvel Comics characters, and I have high hopes. And I think that the, that actress lady is very good. Brie that Lar- that actress lady, Brie, Brie Larson. Larson. She's a very good actress. Yeah, Room was quite good. Room was great. That was a great yeah. movie. That guy has a new movie coming out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is it out? Is it take place not in a room? <laughs> it's called Hallway. <laughs> it's, called it's called Foyer. Vestibule. <laughs> one of my favorite words of all time. Vestibule? Vestibule. Oh, that's a good one. Um, last week we did a, a little thing about what's up with white, white people, white, like white ladies calling... Um, calling the cops on black yeah. children who are just trying yeah. to sell stuff? Yeah, let's just expand that just a little bit. Oh, uh, what happened now? Well, uh, there at a Georgia Subway restaurant, an entire family with like three children, the, an employee there called 911 because the family was acting suspicious and she, was, she thought they were planning to rob the restaurant. Okay. Th- this is with kids who are 19, 13, 12, and 8. They stopped there after so a birthday ga- party. So basically a gang. A gang. You described a gang. Yeah, to have dinner. Wait, with, and they're going to the rob a subway? Yeah. Where all the money is kept? Yeah. I, uh, I don't, that doesn't sound. Yeah. W- and mo- and, so the, and there would be multiple of them, so one could get caught. There's. Yeah. Th- that seems like a, a, a one-person job if you're going to rob a subway. And, and the mother was like, sat down, was reading a book when mm. the cops arrived. One book, How to Rob a Subway. How, yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> but what she didn't know it was actually a subway car that the book was referring oh. to. Yeah, so of course the police had to. They came and like apologized to the family, and then the subway corporate had to apologize to the family. Mm. And, uh, meanwhile, the speaking of Maxine Waters, there was a a uh, prosecutor in San Bernardino, which is just like forty miles away from here, who said that uh, who called. Asked why ha- she hadn't been shot yet, and called her a loudmouth c-word in the ghetto. So, uh, called Maxine Waters this. Yes. To her face. No, no. Um, posted on uh, social networks. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, that seems just like we call that a Tuesday. <laughs> I know. Every, everyone says that. I know. I uh, read stuff about Trump. Like I, I hope he uh, chokes on this and that. I, <laughs> okay. Outside of Chicago, a uh, Latina oh, woman. Go. She oh, was yeah. wearing a. Puerto Rico uh, t-shirt. Sure. An angry drunk white man came up to her and mm-hmm. hassled her and said, like, you shouldn't be wearing that shirt. You should be wearing an American shirt. It's an American territory, sir. He said, no, we just protect them. We don't own them. Like, and, th- and then the cops, uh, okay. the cop was just watching this whole thing happen. Like, this woman, r- like, she had a permit for this picnic area mm-hmm. and the guy was wouldn't get out of there Aww. white cop wouldn't do a thing oh yeah so there's just so much good racism oh uh, uh, did we talk about the black congresswoman who was canvassing her neighbor neighborhood in oregon 
Did we talk about no. that last week? And she was canvassing, um, <laughs> trying to, you know, get in touch with her constituents. Okay. White woman called the cops on her. Ah, because she knocked on her door? Uh, no, knocked on the neighbor's door. Oh. Yeah. Well, she's robbing them by knocking on the door yeah. with a clipboard. Yeah. So then the <laughs> sheriff came out, and she got a nice selfie with the sheriff who was just doing it. Are you going to do the one where the guy called the, pol- uh, the police on the woman and her family who were in, in a pool? And it, it was her pool. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was a community pool. Right. It was no, no, I think it was like a, an apartment pool. Yeah, oh, no, it was a com- like in the... A communal uh, pool. Co- yeah, yes. a communal pool. Uh, uh, that, that she w- had she every right to... Right, because yeah. she didn't have photo ID. Yeah. Uh, and that, that proved that she lived in that community. Right. Well, you, you should have a photo ID with you at all times. That, um, that is the law. Well, she... It, it's ridiculous. So that mm. guy got fired. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there's just, it's just a lot of... A lot of... Oh, then there was the, the Mexican dude... In 91 years old, here in L.A. Yeah, I saw that. Visiting his family from mm-hmm. Mexico. Mm-hmm. woman with uh, a child followed him mm-hmm. and started beating the shit out of him with a cement uh, piece of... I thought it was a brick. A brick, yeah. yeah. Where'd she get a brick? Did she, did she uh, roll around with one? Uh, yeah. Where do you find a brick? There's no brick in L.A. It's all stucco. Yeah. No, <laughs> I think it was like a cement chunk. There, there was... There's video of it. If you oh, she it. sounds delightful. Yeah. And what what did she want him to go home? Yes. And yes. And then, okay. uh, but by beating him, you're extending his stay here in America. You should buy him a ticket home. You should give him a voucher to fly home. That doesn't. Three or not four logical. men joined in. The oh, they beating. joined in to yes. beat this 91 year old. Yes. <laughs> Who's like not even immigrating, just visiting a tourist. Yeah. Well, that's don't come to L.A. tourists. Oh, Jesus, no, <laughs> no. It's it's just I don't know if the environment has changed or whether reporting has changed. Like like no, it's always been there, but now do people feel more like like entitled, like or or in, in enabled to do this? Yes, because the the sentient um, focus group has started a culture war. Right, that's how you stay elected. You divide people. Oof. And start wars, but he's too dumb to start a real one, so have a trade war, because he's, he's the great negotiator who will go into a room with Xi, or what's his name, from China? Xi. Xi, yeah. and go, please, I'm sorry, <laughs> we need all your stuff. Every Walmart is empty. Yeah, it, well, it'll be very interesting yeah. to see what happens. Uh, uh, interesting's not the word I'd use. Uh, yeah. Economically crushing. And yet, the stock market is doing great. The stock market means nothing. It's yeah. not, you know, if you have, uh, it's dumb. But you have money in the stock market. I have market. a lot of money in the stock market. Wow. I'm doing quite well. Yeah? But, you know, at what cost? Uh-huh. I want you to go up against my wife and compare portfolios. Really? Yeah. Well, I know I'll definitely beat her FICO score because I checked mine last night. And it's like 839. Like, I am... <laughs> Oh my goodness! Her, it's her a FICO off. I feel like that's gonna be like a game show. I know, like a Billy on the street, I'm, like, "Quick, what's your FICO score?" I think I'm bringing my wife's FICO score down. Oh yeah, and it's, it's bringing mine up because <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm just over 800 now. So, oh, well, my wife is very competitive, and she's at like 810, and she's upset. And I tell her it, it doesn't matter. It's not. A competition, and that's excellent. That's exactly they what all, the person who won the competition. That doesn't would mean say. you go to Wells Fargo and they're like, "Well, come on in, just go into the vault, take whatever you want, return it, don't return it." Right, it, because they're you're not, at an eight thirty nine. Yeah, they're not going to give us money. They're <laughs> if you're like a, it's and whatever. 
dumb. No, no, because you know what? I my my FICO score. Are, are we in the FICO, FICO, FICO corner? corner? Yeah, Thank yeah. God. All right, so oh, everyone geez. can just turn the podcast off for about it, 10 minutes. If you're in another country, we're just talking about credit ratings. Credit ratings are like, called FICOs. It means nothing. It's absolutely meaningless, um, except for China's now doing it with your, your social. social credit yeah, rating. Yeah, we talked about which that. Is, yes, I know we talked about it. It's a callback. Okay. For those who, the three who listen, they go, oh, they've talked about this before. Yeah. I feel continuity. You don't yeah, need to hang a lantern every time it's been talked about. Y- yeah. I I finally I finally have eaten away at Steve's good God. mission. I was in such a good mood when I came here. Mission we've talked about that. I yes, won. I know we've talked about it. It's yeah. good. It means that there's. Uh, no, go on, go on. I've I've literally lost my train of thought about Fike. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when I bought when you, I you just made a bunch of people really sad who are really excited. No, to screw hear. you. I got it again. I got okay, it back. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I have never had a car loan. Uh-huh. I bought used cars, and then when I had tons of money, I just bought cars. I just, here, here's all the money. I don't want a right. car payment. It's not like Steve has a giant car collection or anything. Just, no, every 10 years. But yeah. I, 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 bought, I had a car before. I just had cash. I bought it. Now I have no money because um, my wife likes to eat out a lot. So I had to take out a loan. And my FICO score, I, I just walked in there like... Bitch, give me my money. Like, let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, and she said, dance. yeah, 820, 850, perfect credit. She said, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. You have to, it's, it's a deeper dive. And there's actually other right. sort of numbers that they job? look at. <laughs> well, it was, I had never taken out a giant loan. So, or I never taken a car loan. So she had to call some favors in and my, my attitude and demeanor sort of oh. slumped as, as the hours went on. She said, yeah, they, they won't. You know, and it wasn't a tremendous amount of money either. And I was putting a ton of money down and trading a car in, and they still, right. eh, you. So the FICO score means nothing. Yeah. I don't know if that was worth it, but. No, no, I'm no, glad I, you did. I felt you, like I got it you, out. You gave a bunch of people with low credit but scores. But we did, like we, as we, as we drifted off to slumber last night in my bed, my wife and I both checked our FICO scores. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. Th- yeah. At the end of the night, yeah. you just. Like and that determines your mood the next this day. This is the super first world. Like, it's like yeah, on three, three, two, one, hit the button on her right. phone. Ooh, never go to bed angry about the disparity. And <laughs> then she's she's online looking up like how can I FICO increase scores. it? She she's mad that I have a higher FICO score. Yeah, it she, doesn't matter. We've uh, we've absorbed our both failed <laughs> financial <laughs> worlds into one, you know, giant conglomerate. Anyway, yeah. Um, Steve Ditko, age 90. Do you know who that is? Steve Ditko. 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 Never heard of him. He uh, is one of the legends of the comic book industry. He yes, yes. Co-created yes. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, right, right, right. Doctor yeah, Strange. I, I, if you'd said Steve D- Ditko, the, the Spider-Man creator, I would have known. But ah, right. You throw it out like it's a game show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had a really creepy drawing style i always like it was very kinetic but also like kind of basic and and like simplistic that in a creepy way Mm -hmm. i his artwork always freaked me out uh and also dr strange i never understood i never understood like what he was doing you know what his powers were but uh he was a legend in the industry he may gave almost zero interviews after he left marvel like he believe that uh, Stanley cheated him. Oh, no. Money. Can you imagine that? Like, Doesn't sound like my Stanley. Yeah. 
I didn't see uh, Steve Git- Ditko's name in the Ama- in the uh, Infinity Wars credits, mm. but or yeah, so he he died, and uh, that's I guess it's great that he lived so long, but it's a bummer that he seemed to be sort of I don't know if he was reclusive or just angry that he got fucked over. Yeah, yeah. Those are w- one of the st- those stories in the entertainment realm where someone gets screwed over are. Uh, the ones I just I can't listen to. They upset me so much. Like the Three Stooges, they never got a piece of any of those movies. They all died broke. Oh, really? And they were in tons and tons and tons of movies. Um, John Oliver used to have a, a partner in England. They were a comedy team. And then he kind of, I'm done with you, and I'm going to go to America, and f- kind of forgot about his. And I'm like, oh, that poor guy. Like, he's oh, well, no, he still does comedy. Yeah, I know, but yeah. he, you know, he he has he has a podcast. Oh. Sad. <laughs> he's not on pay cable. Well, that's well, a bad. The, the John Oliver is a bad example. You know, I just, yeah, because I, I loved him so much, and then I I met his company, and they went, oh, hey, let me tell you about how he kind of. But uh, he didn't screw what's yeah. his name over. Like, they, a- according to some of these people at his company, it was sort of like it was an ugly time. We, oh, really? we were in the right, but this is too inside baseball. Please erase no, erase this part. No, but if you have <laughs> the opportunity to all of a sudden have your own TV show. It's a bad example. So I I've already tried to uh, other people getting screwed over. The the Gilligan's Island people was was pre-residuals and the show's on in every day, 100 times a day. None of them made any money. Yeah. It's just those those stories just crush me. Yeah. So when and I don't know the the Stanley uh, what's his name? Stephen Biko. Steve Ditko. Steve Ditko, getting yeah. screwed over, but I, I, I just, I, those, those things just drive me crazy because there's so much money going around. There's such a big pie. Mm-hmm. George Lucas hired a bunch of actors to be in this unreadable script called The Star Wars, a colon The Star Killer or some terrible title, and they all joined, and they thought, well, this will never be seen. This is just there's a space monkey and a a, a gay robot and a trash can that beeps and blurps and it made more money than God. It made Star Wars money. And what did he do? He cut all those actors like million dollar checks, which they, they, they were not contractually, right. you know, uh, he wasn't obligated to, but he went, oh, there's, some, there's enough to go around. These people believed in me. I give it back. And, you know, I, I love those stories. I hate the, uh, right, right. oh yeah, we screwed them over and got nothing and they're, while that's on 80 times a day, no one's getting a piece of that. Right, except for Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling gets uh, yeah, every, yeah. Get a nickel yeah. for every whatever. I mean, the, yeah, the Blair Witch Project was another good one where... Uh, the, oh, I don't know this. Well, the actors all had a, a stake in it, so they all made, you know, oh. seven figures. Oh, good. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh, found out recently, because I have been re-watching the Lord of the Ring movies, and they are fucking really good. Yeah. They are really, 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 really good. And Sean Connery was offered Gandalf. Yeah. Wow. What a dumbass. Well, I'm. So I didn't understand the script. <laughs> the fuck do you care? It's <laughs> it's a piece of the profits of the movie. Not not a here's ten million dollars. The profits. Yeah. And he probably would have made four hundred million dollars. They said. Well, they saved a lot of money. Yes. And, and Ian McKellen is fantastic in it. I can't imagine. Yeah. You shall not perish. All right, let's do it again, Sean. Can we? The symbol and S is just—it's real hot. Let's. Can we? Can you just maybe open your mouth a little bit? Listen, you little little man over there behind the directing chair. I'll say it how I want. 
You shall not perish. <laughs> I was James Bond. Yeah, I know. I was Medicine Man. Okay, that's great. Let's yeah. let's do another one. Do I need the staff? <laughs> I, no. You brought your one to a when staff When does Gandalf fight? have a martini? You just stepped on my... my All right, go ahead. Fin- finish your my, joke. No, and my untouchables. You don't bring a, a, a wand to a staff fight? Uh, yeah, I didn't step on much. <laughs> Can I slap a woman in this film? No, <laughs> please. It's Gandalf. You can't slap a woman at all. He didn't understand the script. Hand it to someone smarter than you and go, what uh, yeah. is this? And they go, um, it's just a fucking nerd Bible that there are trillions of fans uh, around the world and this is like they're going to make a huge movie out of it and you'll be the star of it. Well, there's mm. a, the C- Sir Ian McKellen documentary that's out now. Yes. Yeah. So that wouldn't have happened with it had he not. I can't imagine put anyone on else. He's so good. Yeah, he's great. Oh, and Christopher Lee is amazing too. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, why made you want to go back to those movies? Insomnia, and it was on one of my little subreddits that just streams movies, and I said, I haven't seen these in years. I Wait, wonder there's if there's a subreddit good. that streams movies? Yeah, it's called Best of Streaming. Oh. Uh, I, right. I, I literally cannot find anything on Netflix or Amazon. There's too much content, so I need a just curated, oh, all these nerds are for some reason watching The Two Towers, so I watch The Two Towers. And the... the the extended versions yeah. are m- really much better. Like the only way to see it. Yeah. And I then I watched the Return of the King, and uh, you know there was a really interesting YouTube channel. I think it's called Just Right. I can post it later. Uh, I've watched a bunch of this guy's videos. He's a filmmaker or screenwriter, and he talks about that movie and the the people bitching about how it goes on forever. Yeah. And he had a very smart essay about the difference between story. And plot, and go on. The plot ends when the ring is destroyed, but the story keeps going. And he talks and does a really good video essay about how um, Bilbo, Bilbo, wait, who's Frodo? Frodo. I'm all over. I got eight thousand movies in my head at the moment. Frodo returns to the Shire, but he's still haunted by the ring. He's not smiling. There's always they're joyously dancing in the bed, but then Sam comes in and there's a sadness in his face. But then Sam gets married. Years have gone by. There's still something bothering him. Right. And he only smiles at the very end when he gets on the boat that's going off to or when he's finally accepted. Oh, there's even a sad scene with um uh, the Hobbit guy, when he says, can I see the ring one more time? He's tormented by what he's gone through, and he only accepts that at the end, so that's the end of his story. Right. The plot has ended. And the guy argues that most movies now, the plot and the story pretty much end at the same time. Yeah. Luke gives, uh, I'm just quoting him, so full credit to him. Luke issues technology and uses the Force Throws the, t- the torpedoes into the, uh, for some reason, a hole <laughs> in the Death Star, uh, completing his plot, destroying the Death Star, and ending his story. So it's all sort of compacted into one moment, but The Lord of the Rings, which is based on a book, takes its time. So right. the, the ring being destroyed doesn't, and the guy argues, you see that moment in the book, or in the movie, and it, it feels good, it feels relief, but... You're ball- I was bawling at the end when he's saying goodbye to Sam, uh, Sam and going onto the boat yeah. and finally smiles, finally accepts that he's going to be tortured by his experience and the ring will never let him go. But it was, And he looks back at, like, he didn't drop the ring into, the, into Mount Doom. He, 
he was tempted by it at the last moment. It was only uh, uh, Schmeagel oh, oh. jumping on his body and biting oh, his right, finger right, right. off. Like, so uh, I have no idea why we're talking about this, but I, I just watched it and I remember watching the theaters going, and what the fuck? And now with the fullness of being able to watch it at home and I could stop and take a nap and <laughs> nur- nourish myself and then do a quick Google search, like, what the fuck? Where are we in the book? Oh, so-and-so's son, and fucking Sean Bean got killed. You know, um, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah. I love it. The yeah. Hobbit is a pile of poop. It, it is not uh, as rich. I, I think that the difference is it was, they turned three movies. One book into three movies. But one, like, Petite book. Yes. You know. A children's book you can read in a sitting. Yeah. Yeah. And as opposed to de- like creating the, the a universe from, you know, a, a thick tome of three books. And yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. But I still enjoy The Hobbit. So I mean, the movie. The, the movies. Yeah. And eh. just because it was fun to just spend time with those characters again. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But uh, a little bit. Is Tolkien Corner over, or are we still in it? Uh, no, we're still in it. We're should, should we talk about his other works, of which I know none? Similarian. Similarian. Similarian? Yeah. No. Let's go into that. No. No? No. Nope. All right. I only read The Hobbit. I never read Lord of the Rings. Okay. Oh, do you want to um, get into... Hold on. I gotta, I'm, ch- I'm working off of one computer today. Oh, my God. No, it's good. I like it. I like it. I think... Um, okay, here we go. Um, do, do, do. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get back in that mail sack. 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 Mail Hi, guys and gals. Oh, yeah. Cassandra is, she's doing some work stuff now, but she'll be back either next week or the week after. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with all of this World Cup fever going on, I was wondering what you guys think of football. On the 4th of July, I took my daughter and her boyfriend to our U- local USL uh, team, league, team game. The San Antonio Spurs own a USL team called the San Antonio Football Club. It's my first game, sorry, match, and I have to admit it was a blast. Um, <laughs> one you ask, it ended up in a very exciting tie. Love you, Steve. Uh, do you, are you following the World Cup? No, but unfortunately in my office, it's there's a bunch of other shows. Like I'm in a honeycomb of mm-hmm. other productions, and they're all Brits, and they are oh, watching it yeah. on screens, and I'm working with someone, and he says, I- I'm going to leave for a couple hours to go to a pub to watch the England game. And I said, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I don't uh, – it's not for me. Sure. I, 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 I'm excited that there's – are no of the none of the the legacy teams you know the Germanys and the Brazils yeah, left. Fuck Germany. Um, that's what America. <laughs> that's what America <laughs> should do. That's what Trump wants us to do. But the I just can't get into it. I can't. Oh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for England. I'm glad they beat Sweden. Sure. Because fuck the Swedes. And I, I and it's every four years, right? Six. It's every six years. So it's very important, I mm-hmm. guess. But there's soccer going on all the di- all yeah. the time. So I, it's I, I played it in junior high. I love the game. It is the most fun you can have as a young person who has a lot of energy. But to watch it, I just can't. I can't get into it. It just doesn't lend itself to television, and that's how I watch sports. So sorry. 
I like American soccer. All right. The football. Right. I was literally sitting around the house in the heat wondering, when does football start? When is preseason? Oh, I need football. (laughs) Well, it's just... It's also, uh, it's about bandwidth. I used to like baseball when I was a kid, but it's 199 games a year. I cannot follow it. I cannot get invested in that much sports. And American football is 12 games, 15 games. Uh, and they're usually on a Sunday, except yeah, six, for when they're 16, on Monday. 16 or games in a 17-week season. Yeah, like and you get a week off if you're just one team. Like, oh, thank God I don't have to watch football. Uh, yeah. It's just too much. It's All too right. much sports. All right. So what they should do with soccer, I've been trying to fix this game because I, I fixed baseball years ago. Thank you. America did I you. Did I explain my baseball fix? First three innings are just baseball. Three out, th- mm-hmm. you know, okay. three strikes. Then the second three innings, it's two strikes, you're out. Okay. Three balls, whatever. Uh, and then the last three, of course, one strike, you're out. Like, so let's, ev- every oh, pitch. I thought it, last one, it was just like the purge. No. <laughs> well, uh, and I think the last three innings, uh, you, you don't, you can hit the person with the ball. Like, if he's heading to second, just beam him in the head and he's out. But if you do, yeah, it is sort of the purge. If you do get on base, like if you, if you hit the ball, you get to take the bat with you. Because as you're running to first and the guy on third gets your grounder, if you whip the bat at the first baseman, <laughs> he might not catch that ball. So basically you, you want to redo basketball for, <laughs> for the, the, the... Pretty much. Yeah. Um, like the meets battle royale. So it's like soccer's great. You know, the forwards kick the ball and the, the defensemen kick it back. But four years, Sorry. four years, whatever. Sorry. But you know when you're playing uh, pinball, and we play a lot of pinball. Like we should probably promote our pinball podcast because oh we love goodness, it so much. Yeah. You oh. know when you get that second ball and you got two balls going, multi ball. That's pretty fun. So I think I only play for the multi ball. I think about halfway through a soccer game, like oh, and the second ball is out and it's two balls. That I would watch that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my fix. right, right. But how do you get to the multi ball? That second half or something? No, no, a no penalty. it has to be a, a, some sort of challenge. That oh, there was a penalty and they got a second ball. There's, there's like two, there's two fucking balls. Right. Oh right. my god, where do I look? What's going on yeah. now? And who now, do I defend? Who do I defend? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> and just okay, land, land, I, landmines here or there. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's lost a leg. Or well, just gopher holes, you know, yeah. just just random ones. Just let yeah. the gophers out like a week ahead of time. Exactly. And then. And this like out of bounds, I would build it into like a glass cube so you can kick it off the walls. Sure. And, it's ba- well, and I, I, they have like indoor soccer. Yeah. But that's I want like a like a cage around them so you could kick it off the roof into oh, the, yeah, into yeah. the uh, you know. I, What's I, that video game called with the. With Pong? No. The, uh, with the cars. I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart. No. There's, there's one. That's a pretty good fix. That's a simple. Oh, we should try that one time. Soccer people. Let's see if what two balls is like. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm for that. Yeah. Okay. Football, I wouldn't change a thing. You're welcome, world. Yeah, you're welcome, FIFA. (laughs) Yeah, you just need (laughs) to bribe some people, and then then they'll implement implement the rules. Not interested. Not interested. All right. Um, That's it from the mail sack? No, no, no. We got plenty more. One psycho? We got Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian from Norway. First-time caller, long-time listener. Been re-listening to the show. Why? Re-listening to the show. Second listen? I've got it doesn't get better with age, my friend. He has lots of time at work. Oh. And uh, Kate Bush's Wuthering Heights is fucking brilliant. Okay. Call back to Vivian's f- debut. Sure. Uh, on Saturday, I'm officiating my friend's wedding as well as being tasked as Toastmaster. And 
Congratulations. Uh, and one of the best men. I, yeah, I've got speeches and shit planned. Um, I would we, I would hope if you're a figure. Don't wing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What would you guys do to make their day extraordinary? Um, what Have you ever officiated a wedding? I have. Huh, whose wedding? People you don't know. Do you want me to describe them? Yeah. Uh, they're sort of Silver Lake uh, hipstery. Friends of older. yours? Yes, friends of mine. Okay. Um, they got married on Halloween uh-huh. o- d- over in the crappy part of Silver Lake. They were sort of one of those pioneers that bought in the, the junky part. And he's, uh, she's a roller derby girl that describes okay. uh, kind of who she is. So it was a lot of roller derby mm-hmm. gals there at the uh, event. And it was a costume because it was Halloween. Okay. And they wanted it to happen at midnight. So it was the, it was a, the 30th was a Friday and so, or, or whatever day it was, they wanted it to happen at the strike of Halloween. Jeez. Yeah. Very, right. very punk rock. Yeah. Yes. And did you write the vows? Or I did. Yeah. Yes. And, and I performed them in front of 300 drunk, wow. <laughs> uh, dressed up roller derby people. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. And did you share the vow? Did you like go over it with them before? No, I was very annoyed. I was like, is there a tech rehearsal? Or they're just sort of like, no, this is. It was at their house. We'll just do it, and you stand here, and yeah. you're funny, right? I said, I hope. Okay, you don't want to. You don't want me to go over what I'm going to say. No, surprise us. They're very. They wanted the wife wanted a very untraditional wedding, right? Because she's got bangs and a tattoo and mm-hmm. whatever. Just so, one. Actually, she doesn't have any tattoos, but okay. she's one of you know. Just imagine that in your mind. So she didn't want me to read Marion Webster defines marriage as the she they didn't want a sort of cut and paste cookie cutter wedding vows so I kind of did a roast I kind of made fun of their shitty neighborhood and oh good how you know this like you know made fun of him made fun of her right and I think that's that's the way to do it is make it personal like that's why I don't like most organized weddings when like the the person officiating has never like only met the couple once just yes. to get their the pronunciation of their names right yes. to get like personal tidbits that he can put in like they love dogs yes and that's what brought them together and yeah so that that's what I would do is just make it as personal as possible um, short and short keep it short yes people don't want to hear you both ruminate. Of our, both of our ceremonies were were mercifully short. Our ceremony. Oh, the ones we where we were married. Yes. But you officiated one. I've officiated six. Oh. Weddings. Yes. Well, why did you let me talk? Why didn't you just say, "Yeah, okay, sit sit down." <laughs> no, no, no. I it's it in one it, there, each one was different. The first one I, I married uh, performed the wedding for Phil and his wife. Yes. And. That was delightful, and he was a classics professor or uh, major in college. So, I tried to to pull a sort of uh, some sort of Latin like you did it terrible. in Latin. Yeah, oh. I did it in Latin. Yes, <laughs> uh, my pronunciation was spot on. Sure. And then uh, another one. I, I also feel it's really important that the couples write vows to each other, ah. like you and your wife did. Don't remember. Yeah, uh, and I. I forced a couple to write vows, and like the guy was like totally into it, and the woman was not. Oh, and interesting. Yeah, it's usually so the I, other way around. I, I know, and I had to force her to do it, oh. and it was very nice when she did. But, uh, but it just makes it very personal, and and like that's what people are there for. They're not there to hear which 
poetry passages or, or whatever, you know, pieces of the Bible that, that refer to love and you just have yes. to, like, use? I read a very cheesy 80s uh, soft rock song. Because I was in character. I was uh, dressed up as a soft rock. Which you know, song? Uh, sometimes when we touch, oh. which is so not them, you know. I should have read a Misfit song or no, no, no. You Nick did the, Cave, you did but I, I yeah. was I d- to embarrass them, right, and, right. And the room filled yeah. with you know people with neck tattoos. You are the magnet, and I am the yeah. steel. Sometimes when we touch, yeah. the honesty's too much. Yes, I want to hold you. So uh, the fear of me, to subsides. the fear of me subside. <laughs> there, everyone's just laughing. Um, you know, I also re- like read the room. No, you read the room. And I read the, and the room. That, that is great. Yes. Like, it's a party atmosphere at yes. midnight. Totally, total yes. perfect way to do it, and then but then I did um, a couple weddings that like just people knew that I was had done a couple weddings, and right. so like they're like just read this and oh they gave you the script yeah oh. and so I was like all right okay fine yeah. breeze, breeze on through sure and you're good at cold reading just not callbacks <laughs> that, oh that one cut deep that was a callback to when I called him <laughs> on his callback. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. So we're yeah. in Boston Balls Corner. Yeah. <laughs> but Sebastian said, enjoy it. Have fun. Don't get too drunk. Uh, oh, yeah. I was, uh, I mean, it was midnight and I had not had a, a beverage. Yeah. And I so, because the room was drunk. Right, right. And my vows at my wedding, I uh, was soberish. <laughs> a little Adderall just to keep focused. Yeah. I had, I had, a, I had a lot of shit to say <laughs> it, no it, it flowed it was beautiful yes. it was beautiful uh, one of my favorite weddings thank you uh, so Sebastian has a three-part thing he says also I've started dating this girl who's kind of out of my leagues uh, league looks wise wow well done are you ugly Sebastian he's or average he's, he's hideous. hideous what but does that he mean? has a vibrant personality ah yes. know, know it well we've known each other about a year but only have started uh, seeing each other um They've been on three dates now. They, they saw each other at parties, knew each other for a year, right. just started dating. Ah. He's going back to Sweden for the wedding. Uh-huh. And I figured I'd ask where we were um, before he left. Um, and she said that she'd like to be at least uh, be ex- exclusive, which I think is kind of early. Uh, if all this ends up in a good relationship, it's, t- it's worth it. Right. So <laughs> basically, he's, is he, are you asking, can I hook up at the wedding? Ah, is that what you're asking? I don't know. He says, "I love relationships, but I don't like dating, so I don't. Uh, so I want the next one to last. Uh-huh. So what's what is the right approach? Slow and steady, or follow the often deceiving feelings of seeing someone in a new light? New N R E, new relationship energy. Ah, yes. I have no thoughts on this. Um, <laughs> yes, because you're somebody who knew your wife for years, yes. years before you. Hmm. Interesting. So he wants to go to the wedding and fuck around because there's a bunch. Well, of that's what I'm guessing. That's your, so. you're gleaning that. Yes. From, uh, and why did he mention that she's more attractive than he? I think just he's bragging. He's bragging. Humble brag. Oh, I, have, I have a really hot. hot yeah. Well, she's uh, way too hot for me. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, all old. Uh, have you ever seen that super hot 80 year old woman? You know, like fucking gorgeous. Oh, yeah. We all end up looking like <laughs> aged potatoes. So it doesn't matter. What, what she look looks like, like now. Yeah, yeah they're right. all, we're all going to look like crap. So um, follow your heart. Yeah. I mean, I think that a slow approach is fine. Sure. And But she wants to be exclusive. If she wants to be exclusive, then... And you don't, then you should not be with her. But if you do... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you can always... Well, fuck one other person and see if it makes you feel guilty. And then if you're like, no, I want to keep fucking other people. This is this time in my life. Then say, I'm really into you, but I don't want to be exclusive because I fucked someone else and it felt really good. So well, I maybe you shouldn't... Well, I'm paraphrasing yeah, for, yeah. For, 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 for brevity's time, sake. For brevity's yeah. sake. Yeah, you got to get to work, I know. But yeah, I think that... Fuck or you don't have Fuck to, Netflix. <laughs> you don't have to... Oh, you say that now that the wife is out of yeah, the yeah. Out of, when she's yeah. in the room, yeah. mm, we all she's all, like, all have, she's gonna she's oversee the, the uh, Borg. oversee the graphics. I have to send to her company. Yeah, because she will deal with that. Oh, but I know. No, I th- I think that um, yeah, you. It's like what you, what you say. You just have to think about what the way you're feeling is, is. If you're if you are okay with being exclusive, it sounds like if you have to write a fucking joke podcast <laughs> in eastern los angeles a joke for, of a podcast a joke of a podcast then you're having second thoughts about it you should it should be galvanized in your brain yeah if you're asking us two idiots well okay us two idiots three dates we in, two idiots is it is three dates in too soon to be asking whether we should be exclusive? yeah but if she's hot i mean she's hot no no no, no. oh she, he he actually checked with her whether they what the status is of their relationship. I see. Three dates in. I think that's a little early. Yeah, that's a little early. Yeah. yeah. You should just have fun. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. We're all gonna die pretty soon. So yeah. But if she's if she's hot, you can be exclusive temporarily. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. Have fun. And then he says that he'd like to have uh, Scott, John, Giselle, and the others back. We'd all love to have them back. Sure. Who are these people? Yeah. Scott. Scott. Don't uh, know. Yeah, you know, you met Scott. Okay, and John, don't know, don't yeah. know John. Yeah, John's too busy. He's he's like being a rock star actor now. Giselle, I haven't heard from in a while, and I know that she's busy with things. Scott moved like he used to live just down the block. Sure. Me, so he, it was easy for him to come by. That's and the only reason I'm here. If I move yeah, any I further know. west, you will never hear from me that's again. F- that's so. When are you moving? <laughs> yeah. See what I did there, people. <laughs> Uh, so Sebastian, thank you for emailing. Uh, have fun at the wedding, and yeah, that that's it's good. Uh, if you haven't e- emailed us, email us. Tell us how you listen to the show. Ask us a question. That was a great question. Um, Steve Erdley writes in. Hey Marty, just wanted to drop an email after last week's pod when I was asking about good games that are cheap and don't take too long. Sure. Because I don't want to spend sixty hours plus on a game. So he has. Uh, five short, story-rich games. Not f- five short story, rich games. <laughs> but I'm playing Raymond Carver's Shortcuts. <laughs> uh, and followed by Cheers. Followed by, yeah, Flannery O'Connor's yeah. Witchcraft. Uh, okay. So he recommends uh, Hellblade, Sinua's Sacrifice. Love it. Great oh, game. Yeah, it's, a, it's actually one of the coolest games out there. It's all done in one like camera take camera shot and so you you get this view of this woman a uh, young woman who's like going through like whatever brutal scandinavia in um during viking times and uh and she's suffering from uh mental illness and so she hears voices and oh and my it's supposed to be and, and it, like technologically it's one of the coolest w- ones because like this actress like she had to wear this rig with all the, oh. the, the cameras just facing her all the time 
and it's recording all her facial expressions. So it's like super. Is cool. someone writing this down so I can play it later? I've never heard of this one. Uh, I was joking. Hellblade. I was yes ending you. Oh no no no, it's good. <laughs> so and it's short. It, according, it runs about six hours. So, so I was actually uh, interested in playing that, but I thought it would take too long. What's the platform? So, um, definitely PC. I, I think it, it's on some um, platforms. Okay. Too. Yeah, I mean they spend a shitload of money on that. Uh, to the moon. So the to the moon. It looks like a an eight bit R RGB adventure and it's a he says it's a genuinely powerful story of love and loss with an outstanding sign soundtrack it can cool. be played in just over three hours but don't forget the kleenex good to know i've played it for five minutes i i got it many years ago on the steam and i started playing it and then i just i was scared it was going to be a time suck so oh it's only going to be three hours is very good uh, Stories Untold, a two-hour compilation of five short Outer Limit-style puzzle vignettes with a, s a strong Stranger Things vibe. Okay. I cool. have not heard. I don't know that one. And the last two are Subsurface Surface Circular and Quarantine Circular from Bit Hell Games. Each one takes about three hours and plays like Isaac Asimov wrote a choose-your-own-adventure advent um, story about uh, finding a murderous robot on a tube train. All right. Cool. That's and this awesome. all lives on the Tumblr, so if you want to go check out these games, go yeah, to, to what's our Tumblr? Noonerpodcast.com. Noonerpodcast.com. Dot com. Dot com. Yeah, and uh, then Steve says, a huge welcome back to Dan if he makes it. Um, well, yeah, he'll be here next week. I have him semi-committed uh, for next week. Penciled in. Penciled in. Penciled in. Uh, but no, it's um, eraser-mated in. So it's like <laughs> in pen, but erasable. Okay. Yes. So... That's good. Devin writes in. Jesus Christ. Yeah. There's a lot cool. of mail. This is great. We love the mail because then I don't, I don't have, have to, to talk. I don't have to research stuff. Or think. Or yeah. just, I just respond. Uh, but no, Steve, uh, thank you for those um, recommendations. I'm totally going to go look into those. Uh, Devin writes in and says, uh, first I want to say Mazel Tov to Cassandra. What's Mazel Tov? And the midge on their engagement. So psyched to hear this wonderful news. Yeah, fantastic news. Uh, I actually thought of Cassandra the other day when I got the random urge to rewatch the musical short Lava that comes before the Pixar film Inside Out. Okay. Do you remember that one? I don't, don't. remember that. Oh, it's an island? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about an That's island? Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was hesitant because I knew exactly what would happen if I did, but I couldn't get the film out of my head. Sure enough, 15 minutes after I'd watched it, I'm trying to get ready for more for work. I'm in, in the shower, just intermittently weeping over those two volcanoes. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pixar is really is just too much emotion. Good week. Yeah, that's a, a good reminder. Also in front of Incredibles 2 is the, the dumpling one. Oh, cool. Soup dumpling one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about a woman who uh, hasn't, I think she doesn't have kids anymore or they've grown up and so she falls in love with her dumplings. Huh. I, don't, I don't know. It's supposed to be very uh, Asian specific. Mm. So um, that's why I'll see. Welcome our new overlords. We've made content for you. Thank you, Asia. Thank you. Thank you. We will let you live. <laughs> so if you want to join in and send an email, that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. I can't get enough of animated movies. I, I loved Coco. I watched that I watched that recently. 
Uh-huh. Coco. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. Are we sponsored by... I mean, I know you're personally sponsored, by Netflix. sponsored by Netflix. Is this podcast sponsored by Netflix? Because I guess I'm currently being sponsored by Netflix. So, in, yes. Indirectly. Yes. All hail Netflix. And, and Coco was good? Oh, I, I just don't ever see a bad kids movie and of late. Uh, a, a, animated movie. Did you see Moana? No, I missed that one. That's also on Netflix. Yeah. that's. I'll, I can skip that one. Yeah. Um but it, just in general, as a as a person that grew up with shitty kids' movies, the, the, the Disney ones that they re-released when I was a kid are not good. They're not... Cinderella's not good. It's not a good movie. Do you, do, what about Japanese uh, anime? Oh, I love that. But I'm, but, but something okay. that, that, that moves you in a sort of basic emotional way, where Japanese movies... An, anime can be overly complex, which is why I like them, but just... As I grow older and I want a simple story and I just I want to fucking cry when Ratatouille or Ego remembers eating Ratatouille as a kid when he's cut his knee and every time I see it I ball yeah. up and I weep think and about the opening uh, montage and up and I start getting weepy. Yes. Uh, yeah. There, I th- I'm with you. I just want to skip all the complicated stuff and get to the feelies. You know, whether it's yeah. like yeah, I just don't have the patience for a lot of this stuff but it's anymore. not saccharine it's not overly emotional it, it's grounded in some reality it it uh it's just it's a better way to tell a story you can do so much with animation that you can't in, in other realms but yeah i just i can't wait for the next pixar movie i'm always excited except for cars 2 <laughs> cars that, 3 that fu- it fucking sucked planes you were on board oh yeah i, 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 and and I know they're selling toys and i know it's to be put on multiple, multiple times for kids, but just as a piece of art, I just love them. I, All right, you know. Uh, did you ever see Your Name? That that anime. It's like one of the top grossing uh, traditionally animated things. It's it's. Uh, I I, w- I want to see that, but yeah, there's some great animation. I think that also do you just get more interesting visuals a lot of the time. Yes. You know? They yeah. should make Old Boy into an animated movie. I'd love to see that animated. Oh, I mean, it ri- originally was a manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I read the manga. It's oh. a little, little different, but yeah, um, yeah. I, I was I was trying to figure out. So my favorite book of all time. Oh, we're in book corner. Mm-hmm. I play the theme song. Oh yeah, yeah. Shh, you're in a library. Book corner is uh, Confederacy of Dunces, uh-huh. and they've John been trying to make it into a movie Kennedy forever. Kennedy O'Toole? John Kennedy O'Toole. He wrote the book. No one published it. He committed suicide, and then his mother discovered it in his attic, and it won a Pulitzer, and it's a fucking hilarious book. It's the only book that's made me laugh aloud. And they've been trying to make it into a movie forever. I think it came out in 1980. And one, uh, and the, the titular character is a sort of heavy-set, overly intellectual um, grump who lives with his mother in New Orleans. And he's back from grad school and does not want to work and wants to... Uh, he's writing a screed on medieval something or another, and his mother is a kind of rube. And it's he gets into these kind of Seinfeldian-esque escapades that all fold into one another in a big kind of oh that story then affected this story that then all tumbled into late season Seinfelds and what makes it so unfilmable because the film rights have been available or out there and bouncing around uh well and I Steven Soderbergh at one point was going to make it and I read his script and I went eh because it's a long sprawling 
book and it's this great character. It's I think it's the funniest literary character of all time and it's over in, in 90 minutes. And I think it should be made into a limited series and it should be animated. I think that would uh. be like an adult animation. And I was recently rewatching Heat, which I do not like. It's okay. It has some nice moments, but pretty bloated. It's a bloated movie that I think is a precursor to Breaking Bad, where these sort of antiheroes get to you get to spend some time with them, and his wife, and you know, Walter White becomes a drug kingpin, and it affects his wife and his family, and they sort of touch on that in Heat. There's the, both characters have. They're romantic partners, but it's it, it's also trying to service this sort of three act. We got to get this movie going and and keep the plot churning. And I I think it would have been a more interesting limited series. But I I would love to see Confederacy of Dunces as an animated adult ten part limited series. Or, so if, if anyone has controls the rights to it, what please if they split it into three parts and did it like uh, you know. Um, Lord of the Rings style. Absolutely. I just don't... I read the script, and I went, oh, yeah, they kind of glossed over this and that and this great moment, and, you know... Well, I, th uh, I think we're at a time where you can... Like, we are getting these these miniseries, you know, the, yeah. the Fahrenheit 451s and... Oh, that's a miniseries? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, on HBO. Hello. Oh. Uh, I don't think it's... It has not been well-received, but yeah. it allows you... Well, because TV is getting bigger stars, sure. you can get bigger budgets and you can realize these things. Uh, animated might be difficult, but there is a, a movie coming out this year about uh, John Kennedy Tool. Um, is it called Butterfly and the Typewriter? Yeah. 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 Guess yeah. who tried to get the rights to that book for years? I have no idea. Me. Oh, oh. I. What a surprise. Fuck. Yeah, that's that's why they didn't return my email last year when I said, is, is, are the options available? Is it up? Can I get the book? It's a very interesting story about the guy that wrote the book. He's a very tragic character. Yeah, he's uh, played by Thomas Mann. Well, fuck you. Who's Thomas Mann? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he's he's uh, you've seen him before. Yeah. Um, it was like a labor of love because I don't think anyone really cares. Like, I don't think there's a huge audience to see the about the guy that wrote a book that half the people listening right now have never heard of. Yeah. I, the, this guy I know, Danny Strong, wrote a movie about the writing of Catcher in the Rye. It was about, and like... Uh, it's just it's just a guy hunched over a typewriter it was for Kevin, two hours. It was Kevin Spacey, which also like, uh, you should, maybe you should have done background checks for you. But I... Like, no, they're both creepy guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nobody really cared, you know. It's... Uh, the about the writing of a book like eh, okay yeah but yeah i i did try and option that book <laughs> uh unsuccessfully obviously yeah how yeah. many options do you have right now on books yeah none but you've done them in the past right yeah i optioned this book called murder in boston i don't think it's available anymore what's it about where does it take place it takes place in des moines iowa <laughs> and it is about a square dance competition um no it uh, there was a I lived through it. There was a, a murder case in Boston in the 80s, 90s. A gentleman called 911 uh, after he had been shot and his wife had been shot in the head. She was pregnant. And he said, uh, an African-American gentleman pulled us over and robbed us and then shot me in the stomach and her in the head. And it just exploded. It was the summer and everyone was looking for this 
description of a black person that that he said shot killed his killed his wife and his baby and and shot him and they arrested a guy and everyone was you know happy and then it sort of turned out uh it came out that he had done it mm-hmm. and blamed a, a black you know just they you know in racist boston you say a black guy shot my wife right. and everyone went went nuts and then there were, there were little tiny riots and they sort of made a tv movie about it um, and oh then he killed himself as the police were sort of closing in gotcha. on him and it was um i'm st- still not sure he did it or he maybe he had help doing it i don't know it's a, it's it, it was a it's an interesting kind of sad crime story that i saw like a fargo version of which is, I mean, if you think about Fargo, it's just a, a fucking innocent woman is murdered at the center of it yeah, for financial gain. In, and yet you love the movie. yeah. And so I, I sort of saw all these characters. It, it was the, the newspapers were pushing the police to arrest someone every day. It was, this was like the, the spotlight era of the Boston Globe where right. everyone read the newspaper. And it was like, where is your suspect? This fucking woman was fucking executed in her car coming back from, you know, a, a doctor visit. And the mayor was an idiot. I mean, it's just the whole thing with, baked in with those Boston accents, I thought would be kind of like a like a dark, dark comedy. And uh, it got me into Ben Affleck's company. And they said, so where's the script? And I went, oh, yeah, I didn't. I, I pay me. Pay me. And they went, eh, we're Ben Affleck. Goodbye. And so, you're like, you're Ben Affleck. Goodbye. Yeah. So I, I never went anywhere with it, but oh. that was the last book I optioned. Yeah. Now, do you think that it, it's important to know in uh, as the creator in my, in your mind what actually happened? Because you say you d- you're not sure what actually happened. Like, to write that, would you keep it ambiguous? Yes. Or and I would also, I was going to employ the tactic of having the dead wife narrated. Right. Which was, I just recently watched Sunset Boulevard, which used it to great effect. Yeah. A character who's dead telling you what they know. Right. So. Wait, so you say you, you would know? That she, no, because I think she's in the, I, I, I don't know. I never, you know, I should have thought of that more. Maybe that's why they didn't. Because, like, <laughs> you know, I, I think that there's a you lot. You go of, either way. There's a lot of ambiguity behind Zodiac, you know, which is a, a great movie. Like, you, yes. you don't find out who did it. But I feel like Fincher had a very strong opinion about who did it. I think the the guy's the guy's name's Charles Stewart. I think the brother was involved and things went sideways. You know, and he had a girlfriend on the side. It had all of the the sort of the pulpy yeah. stew that you need to tell a kind of hard-boiled murder mystery story, but Right, um, or or a lifetime. Yeah. Know. Yeah, they did make like a lifetime movie where he was a scumbag and he killed his wife and it was in, there was insurance money, but it was like eighty thousand dollars. It was not, it's not worth. I, what I found interesting was how this poor guy I can't remember his name Willie something uh, came to be the chief suspect, and it was just a, se- a series that- of like he told this guy that, and that guy said this, and he ran his mouth about that, and blah blah blah, and and it just was like a series of misfortunes that led him to be the most hated man in Boston for an right. entire summer like right. this fucking murderer and then yeah I don't know it's just I mean I think the what you're saying is is right like you want to make it a story that is like a dark comedy I think if you take it too seriously then you end up with like did you see the lovely bones yeah you know and that was the narrated by the victim and and it just wasn't yeah it, this is it, this is more what a bunch of 
goofballs Bostonians are. The the mayor, Ray Flynn at the time, wore tracksuits all the time. He wore like Adidas tracksuits. Like, this is the mayor of a major city. And he appointed his childhood friend, uh, was it Bratton? I forget now, the chief of police. Like, not vetted. Like, hey, how you doing? What do you, you got, you got a job? I don't know why I'm doing a Chicago accent. Uh, the incompetence of the police, the power of Mike, right, uh, right. shit, what's his name? Mike Barnacle, who was like the uh, guy who wrote for the Globe, right. who who's on uh, Morning Joe now. Yes, he got fired for um, uh, plagiarism. Oh, like like uh, just all of these, and then Ray Flynn fucked this whole thing up, and then became yeah, the ambassador see, that's the to interesting part to, to uh, the Vatican, and then the. The murder mystery becomes almost superfluous. Yeah, like yeah. it was a terrible thing, and this guy did it. He maybe had his brother help. Maybe his brother did it because his brother had drug problems and was looking for money. You know, there's like there's something else going on there. But it, it was my response to or everyone loves Fargo, and it's not because it's this great murder mystery. It's the accents, the attitude, the you know. Well, I was tending bar over there, and this guy said, "I'm gonna, I, I'm going crazy up there by the lake," and just. Okay, end of story. Like I just love the that part of the world, yeah. and so I know Boston quite well. So I thought, oh, this will be a good Boston story. Fargo does hold up to repeat viewing. It's so fucking good. Uh, yeah, and also like, why not rip? Wh- if you're gonna rip someone off, go yes. go for the Coen That's Brothers. The way to do it. Don't rip off Brett Ratner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't think that was necessary. even Brett Ratner is like, mm. yeah, I, I, yeah, just just. <laughs> Darren says uh, he has a title for you, uh, number one male. For what? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that number means. Number one male. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. And then Tyson loves the idea of uh, animated miniseries adaptations of difficult to translate books. He says that they should have done that for The Dark Tower and Dune. Oh, yeah. 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 And I think a lot of Philip K. Dick novels. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Huh. And just like weird things where they're hard to uh, visualize, you can take m- many more liberties animated-wise. Though, I guess you can do that now with CG and, you know, like Doctor Strange and sure. stuff like that. You know what I'd love to see? Because I love Noah uh, Hawley's... Holly Bombach? No, Noah Hawley's Fargo. The oh, series oh yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's not just... F- it's They did make a pilot of it with a woman cop who's solving mysteries and whatever, brain or wherever she lives. Yeah. It was dumb, but I like how he tells a story, but it's in the in, Coen brother universe. Right. It uses bits and pieces. I'd love to see one. I thought of two. I'd love to see one in the Kubrick universe. Like it's at a hotel, you know, obviously the over, the overbrook, overbrook, overlook, overlook, underbrook, something like that. But weaving in Kubrick stories, you know, right, right. Like uh, there's like so many co- photos on that wall, yeah. so it could all each a, a couple yeah. are having, you know, uh, the, the, an extramarital affair that's torn them apart, and it's eyes wide shut, and they're in a room, and you know, and all, all of the all, you know, there's a guy who's part of a gang who likes to murder people <laughs> with giant penises. As one does. As one does, and, and, yeah. and how he's rehabilitated. I don't know. I just thought that would be like a really good kind of love boaty, because I can't think of a better word, where it's, you put a bunch of stories into a hotel, which is being run by a crazy person who's who can you know whose son can uh, move things with his mind or whatever The Shining can do. You can read people's thoughts. But I thought that would be... Well, yeah. there were a couple uh, series recently about... 
um, hotels or motels. Yeah. Like where each each episode was just a, a different little story in that motel universe. Yeah. I've seen that before, but I, something in the Kubrick world would be kind of uh, fun. There was a, a an old movie, an old movie from 91 called, oh. called, uh, called Horror, directed by Ken Russell. Yeah, it's a good one. And that has a, some dildo foo in there. Yeah. Yeah. There's some uh, murderous murderous sex toys in there. Hmm. Um, and they are making a sequel of The Shining. Sure. D- you, knew, you knew that? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So it's c- it's called Doctor Sleep. Okay. And it's to be directed by the guy who directed Gerald's Game and starring Ewan McGregor. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does that excite you at all? I just, no, I I like universes. I like, you know, except the for the MC. No, I love I love the MC universe. Okay. I, I it's just I don't want to see another reboot of The Shining. I want to see The Shining mixed up with The Killing. You know, or you know, yeah, yeah. or with, with Barry Lyndon. You know, like he Ugh. he remember. You go into that photograph and you remember some some yeah. ancient story that you tell, and it affects the current story. I I just I you know Kubrickian is a word. So mm-hmm. that if if you could tell a bunch of different interesting stories in that style, I'm more into that than oh, we're gonna redo uh, what's another Kubrick movie? Doctor Strange Spartacus. Spartacus. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Ewan McGregor plays Danny Torrance as an adult. Yes. And who carries on sure. the craziness that his father You had. could do a Scorsese one. That would be fun. Like oh. like set in New York in the 80s, and you run into Rupert Pupkins. Yeah. And then you also run into, uh, you know, Henry Hills. It could be Mob. It could be, you know, you take sort of take all his 80s stuff set in New York, and that would be just like a fun tapestry. You should give him a call. All right. I'll, I'll call him. <laughs> um, all right. Let's wrap things up. <laughs> we, we, I, we, you have shit to do. I have shit to do. And, oh, yeah. So Darren says you're describing Castle Rock except for Kubrick. Yeah, that's, I w- couldn't think of the example. That's exactly what I'm, like, into. I would definitely watch that. Uh, Castle Rock. Yeah. Yes. And Darren explains that number one male is a police term for a black suspect. Did not know that. A British term. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, it must be. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are you going to come to Covers Party this weekend? Yeah. All right. We're doing an air supply song, aren't we? Uh, well, we've got to do that yeah, for next year. <laughs> no, I, d- I definitely want to do that. Like, um, Oh, Legion. JP points out that Legion Season 2 has a lot of Kubrick imagery in there. That's why it's been on my mind, because ah, I just finished I Legion 2, and it's super Kubrick. Okay. And isn't that the same dude, Noah Hawley? Yeah, he's right. he's my man. All right. And um, we were going to do a Slade song, and Slade is from Wolf Amsterdam. Are they? Yeah. I love Slade. Really? But why are you doing Slade no, I, in front of a bunch of people who will not know Slade? I know, so we, we, we changed I, it. Guys are so now, y- in the You know weeds. why? Because Bill is playing bass for us. Ah. And Bill likes things that nobody else remembers or knows. That's That doesn't help your career here in I, Hollywood. I, it turns out. <laughs> But no, we love Bill, and I'll see him tomorrow at rehearsal. Um, and Dan Etheridge will tentatively be here next week. Yes. So tune in for that. Send in some emails and some email love to Dan and, and anybody else. Sure. Uh, John Sylvain, I think, is returning as well. Oh, my God. So we can get some, the band's some getting back together. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Anything you want to plug? No. Okay. Ask me. 
What are you plugging? Uh, nothing. Wow, we are busy people. In no, Hollywood. we had a, we we posted a new episode of Ding Ding Dong, Dong Chomp, Chomp is up and running. Yep, and uh, another episode will be out in the next uh, week. So look forward to that and um, follow you at Marty U. Follow you at Stephen Kruger. That's with a PH. And it is really. We will oh, see yeah. you next Tuesday. Bye bye. If that box. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.